So today we're going to do a review of the Tarkanian Classic. Uh, I'm going to uh, reveal just my own opinion on a new topic in Utah and discuss a little bit about the importance of attitude and body language. This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. All right. So I uh, came back last night from the Tarkanian Classic in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. I got to watch a few teams, got to talk with some coaches, got a little bit about what's going on. Um, there's a whole lot happening in the Tarkanian Classic. If you've never been, it is a phenomenal event. Um, shout out to Dinos and his whole entire team. It's, it's always a great time. If you get a chance to go down and play with your high school team, take it. Uh, especially from Utah, it's it's not hard to get there, typically. Uh, you can kind of caravan and drive down. That's what we did. Uh, so it was, it was a good time. Uh, and I just through a few of the highlights from just from inside and go watch the big national team. So I'm sure there's some big basketball there as well. Uh, so uh, the first thing I wanted to do is give a massive round of applause. Do I have like a applause thing? Massive round of applause to the uh, late Christian Eagles. So LCA went 4-0. They won the Nike division. So various divisions uh, within the Tart Classic, and, uh, and LCA won it. They beat a couple of teams that, well, all the teams are tough. Think about it. If you are a team that is traveling with your high school to Las Vegas in this tournament, you think you're pretty good, and you are pretty good. A couple of teams that LCA beat uh, were undefeated. One team from Idaho had 33, I think it was, straight games and uh and they they're coming together so this is a new team this is a new coach they got some new players uh they, they i was watching um uh i was watching who was it um uh one of one of the players was getting interviewed but he needed to get a translator to questions um so anyway it was it was a phenomenal uh it was a phenomenal run for lca they're really coming together at the right time. Uh, Ty Jones, Tyron Jones, I did an interview with him while I was there. His birthday on Sunday. I got an offer from the University of New Mexico, which is huge. And he's certainly earning it. The game that I watched, I would say, Ty is figuring out how to play the game within, within the game. Um, he, he attacks when it's appropriate to attack. Um, he's tremendous defensively. He's super long. He's very bouncy. Incredibly athletic, um, and and it showed. He, he uh, MVP of the Nike division, and LCA won the whole thing, which is a really big deal. So, uh, nice job to Coach Stanley and LCA. Another school that is uh, a bit newer to the well, they are they're brand new as far as I know to the Utah scene is Anthem Prep. Um, I did not get a chance to watch them play at all. Um, so I just kind of followed some of their updates from Instagram. Looks like they're another team who went four and zero at the Tark Classic. Uh, they beat uh, three different teams from Canada. 
and another team I couldn't figure out where they were from. But uh, this is a new prep school, so they're worth keeping an eye on. Uh, I know they're uh, they're they're very active on social media, so go follow them. If you're watching on Instagram, go follow Anthem Preparatory Academy. They're uh, they're doing some some great things and and winning some games. So uh, they're getting out and uh, I think trying to play some more national teams. Okay, uh, the next team was Alta. Uh, this should be no surprise. Alta went, uh, they went three and one. They were playing in the, in the top division. Uh, they, they, they beat a couple of historic basketball powerhouses in Clovis. And then they also beat Bishop Gorman at Bishop Gorman. The way the, the, the way the tournament works is there's, you know, you're playing games at different various high schools around the city. And if you've ever been to Las Vegas, getting around the city, you can be 45 minutes away from a school. So it seemed like every time Alta would play, I was going to be at another game, uh, usually the, the judge game because, you know, my son plays there and I'm a dad and I want to go watch them play. Uh, so I didn't get a chance to go watch them. I have obviously an Alta play. Uh, lots of us know about Alta. They were uh, led by Jackson Johnson, Ace Riser, Carter Doliak. Dash Riser played well from what it looks like. So, um, you know, Alta goes three and one. Maybe it's a surprise that they lost the game. Uh, but that's a tough division, and uh, and they, and to note, they beat Bishop Gorman at Bishop Gorman High School, so that th- these are not easy wins for this team, and they are certainly clicking. There, we'll we'll have some more on them when we get to our top five. Spoiler alert. Um, okay, a few quick other notes. Provo, uh, Provo went three and one. Uh, this is a team that is exceptionally well coached. Um, I'm going to try to get the names right here, but uh, so they had three seniors. Aaron Castagneto, the big man, Jason Carter, and Bennett Paulson. Uh, they beat teams from Cali, Nevada, and Oregon. Like I said, they, this team plays well. They play hard. Um, I know they also uh, they beat Tim Fee recently. This is a team to keep an eye on as they keep going. Um, and then just some other, other quick notes. So Salem Hill went 2-2. Two and two. Uh, The biggest win, and whether or not it, I don't know if it counts in UHSA or not. I'm not entirely sure because it was this last-minute deal. Uh, Salem Hills was supposed to play a team from Canada who didn't, who just left. Uh, Orem was supposed to play a team, I think, from Nevada who got in a car accident. Thankfully, I don't think anyone was hurt. Or, and so I don't know if the coach is stalked or whatever, but they ended up playing one another. Um, and Salem Hills got the win. Um, Chase DeGraff and Reed hit a, a really tough, you get a chance to find it on Instagram, a really tough to, uh, to win the game. And those are two teams that are obviously going to play each other in regions as well. Um, the hard part about the Tart Classic is in some of the gyms, there's no shot clock. And so it's, I don't know, I really like a game with the shot clock. And so it's kind of tough to watch some of these games. I didn't watch the Orem Salem Hills game, but, um, and I don't, I don't think that the shot clock had maybe a huge thing to do with it. I don't know. Somebody who was there could probably tell me. Uh, let's see, rounding it out here. Um, it was a tough week for the Catholic schools from Utah. So both uh, Juan Diego and Judge uh, went one and three respectively. Um, I did watch uh, Juan Diego play. Um, obviously, I watched Judge play as well. Um, and just couldn't quite close out games, um, at least the one Diego game I saw and the Judge game I saw. Um, you know, Judge played a kid from St. Bonaventure, California, six foot eight. Um, he had 35 points just in the second half. I believe he's going to Army, maybe. 
um, uh, is what I had heard. Anyway, this kid was lights out in the second. I mean, 35 points and a half in high school with no shot clock is bonkers. So he was he was on fire. I do want to give a shout out to Aiden Saucedo. Aiden uh, is a senior at Judge and uh, played played phenomenal. And also of note, hit the 1,000 point mark. So uh, shout out to Aiden. And then uh, Mount Vernon. Uh, Mount Vernon is a 1A school. I knew about Mount Vernon last year when I coached Intermountain Christian School because we got to play them. Uh, Coach Lampson is doing is doing a great job there. Uh, I believe Utah Prep is also uh, that's the academic side. I want to say I know there, there's some connection between Utah Prep and Mount Vernon. Um, they went one and three. They got a win over Juno Douglas Alaska the Crimson Bears. It's a great name for a team from Alaska. Um, and then finally, I know it was a tough, tough week. For the Orem Tigers, uh, there was arguably no hotter team uh, in Utah than Orem. You know, they beat Olympus, they beat Dixie, they beat Duncanville, and certainly were riding high going into the Tart Classic. And they go 0-4 in Nevada. Still a long season. I don't think anyone's going to be surprised um, if, if Orem's in the mix in playoff time. But it's, it, it's just what happens, right? I mean. It's why they throw the ball up and why they play the game. So, uh, Orem, uh, Orem had a tough, uh, tough O and four trip there at the Tark Classic. Should I click over to Instagram? I'm scared to death to click over to Instagram because last time I did this, stupid Jordan and Etai were telling me they couldn't hear me, and I was getting all sorts of sad about it. Uh, let's see, any comment? No event log. I don't know. Sweet. Okay, just people watching. That's fun. Hi, Instagram. I'm Adam. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get into my uh, revised top five. This is strictly an opinion from a person. So take zero. <laughs> Just put, put zero weight into any of this stuff. Um, really, unless it's the RPI, whether it's, whether it's me or Prep Hoops or Utah Ballers or what's the other one? Slinging, slinging the pill, I think is the other one. Whether it's any of, it's all an opinion. That's it. It's just an opinion, right? Um, and what, what do they say? Opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one and they all stink. Uh, so mine probably stinks, but I'm going to give it to you anyways because I have the mic and, uh, and the internet connection right now. Okay, uh, so real quick, some teams who I think are on the cusp of, of getting there um, who are playing great basketball, and I just want just to let them know. Uh, that I think they're playing great basketball. We've got Weber, uh, who is, I think they're eight and two right now. Uh, Malachi and Hunter and, uh, and Jordan are, they're, they're playing great. Uh, I love watching the highlights. It's, it's been fun to watch that team. Um, as I mentioned, Leighton Christian Academy is, is putting it together. Not only did they have their 4-0, uh, you know, Tart Classic uh, championship, they also handed it to Springville, a full roster Springville, um, and they beat them by uh, like 25 or 30. So uh, Weaver's right there. LCA is right there. Green Canyon is sitting undefeated along with South Summit and 3A. So these are two teams. Any team is undefeated. You got to at least say, hey, we got to give them props. They have every team that they have played, they've won. <laughs> they won the game. So we got to We got to give them a little bit of credit. Uh, a lot of credit, actually, not a little bit, a lot of credit. So. Um, and I believe Green Canyon beat LCA as well. Do I have that? I think I have that correct. 
Uh, Olympus, you know, um, they're again. This is a team that is is loaded. They're stacked, and um, and I, I suspect that they're going to be there. And then also Corner Canyon. They uh, they had a really slow start against a brutal schedule, um, but it looks like Corner Canyon is going to start figuring. It is starting to figure things out. I'm not quite sure when Bro back, uh, but that's going to be a scary team. Okay, so. I've got uh, in 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 an order that I chose. Uh, I got number five, uh, Leighton. Leighton is at is one of those undefeated teams. They're they're eight and zero. They've had some close games, so they're figuring out how to win tough games. When you're dealing with sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen year old kids playing a game of basketball, stuff happens at the end of the games that any it's going to drive any coach or parent crazy, um, and. And Leighton, it seems as though they're, they've overcome those difficult times. Um, I even had, while I was out at the event, had a couple coaches reach out about Kai Martin. And, you know, he's playing exceptional basketball over there at Leighton. So um, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised if Leighton is in the mix with American Fork and Lehigh for the 6A title. They're playing great. Uh, number four, I... I Waffled a bit between four and three, just so you know. Uh, but number four, I've got Lehigh. Um, I only had them because of their recent loss to Maple Mountain. Again, I don't, I don't like watch the games. Uh, maybe that's a problem, but um, I don't get paid. I don't make any money doing this. I have, a, I have a job and a family, and so I don't just sit around. I don't. I'm not able to just sit around and watch games. But um, so maybe someone's like, oh well, I lost that game because the refs, or because of this, or because that. Well, I don't. I don't know. I just see the score. On uh, on my Deseret News app, which you should all get if you're watching this and you don't have the Deseret News sports app, you should get it. It's awesome, super easy way to check stats, see rankings. Uh, they're usually the first to post scores. Coaches, just send your box scores to Deseret News. It's so easy to do. You just text them, take a, two pictures and text them, and then we all get the information when we want it, and it's great. Um, so I just know that uh that lehigh lost to uh to maple mountain that was a close one um but cooper lewis easton hawkins this dynamic duo you you don't you don't want to see these guys in the playoffs none of the i mean if you're in the top 10 in the state of utah this is a, this is a great year for basketball then you know you, you're you're playing good basketball right um Perhaps Lehigh had an off night against Maple Mountain. Like I said, I don't know. Maybe Maple Mountain locked them up, and they've got a now. There's tape out there, and who knows, right? This is it's it's basketball. Uh, number three, I've got American Fork. Uh, American Fork has won six straight games, including wins over Corner Canyon and uh, a really really good Arborview Nevada team. Uh, Tiger Cuff, Jared Shepard um, are leading that team. They're playing exceptionally well. Uh, and coming into the end of the year and into heading into region play. That's that's a team that they scheduled hard in the preseason and and they're they're I think they're gonna have a, a benefit from that. Uh, number one and two, there's I don't have any change. So I've got number two as uh, Dixie. So Dixie lost to Orem at Orem. Again, it was their lowest uh lowest scoring output of the year, but then they turned it around. Uh they beat Timview, they beat Crimson Cliffs. Um, as uh, as my friend uh, over at Utah Ballers, AJ Jackson puts it, um, 4A is is still kind of the Dixie Invitational. Um, I think 
as I mentioned, in LCA, Green Canyon. I think these are two teams that are going to that, that that should be in the mix too. Uh, come come the playoffs, but Dixie is just an exceptionally well coached. They play together. They they play defense on a string, um, and and when they're on, they're really 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 hard to beat. And uh, number one, my top five is Alta. So this shouldn't be a surprise. Looking through their schedule, my question is, will they lose a game the rest of this season? Um, I don't know. You don't bet on high school sports. It's illegal. But if there were a spread, I would venture to guess that Alta would be the favorite in every game for the rest of this year, including the playoffs. Uh, This team is so tough. They can beat you any which way. They, they're they incredibly well coached. I did. I mentioned this also on Instagram while I was out at the Tart Classic, but I had a coach who watched them play and said, I can't believe Ace Riser isn't a D1, doesn't have D1 offers. He's playing so well. Um, and then you add to the fact they have, you could argue Jackson Johnson is the best high school player in the state of Utah, and that would include the rosters at Wasatch Academy in Utah prep. I'm not, I'm not going to say that is definitively true because that is a completely subjective argument, just like a top five list is totally subjective. Um, but Jackson is, is, you know, he's well documented, right? He's, he's super long. He's incredibly athletic. He can shoot the ball. You can't leave him open. He's rangy on defense. He's smart. He can handle the, he can handle the ball. Uh, the youth's got a good one with Jackson Johnson. So, uh, that's my top five here at the end of the year. I'm not going to do another one. I don't even maybe I'll do another one at the end of January. I'll get get some other people on. Um, I'm going to head in to wow. There's more people on uh, on the Instagram. I keep clicking over to see the uh, the IG live. Okay, and my final uh, takeaway here. I, I don't know if this would be my last podcast or last kind of session for. This calendar year, maybe it will be, maybe it won't be, or no. Um, but just watching a lot of basketball, I I want to give a note to the high school players who are either listening or who watch this. Okay. You are you're going through a lot. You just you know you just wrapped up finals. Maybe you you've got stuff going on in, in your home, or your personal life, and all of that carries onto the basketball. When you're on the basketball court, though, you've got to have a way to shift that. You have to have a mechanism to control your, your three things. And, and I, use, I use the acronym EAT. Your effort, your attitude, and how you treat other people. So E-A-T, your effort, your attitude, those are always within your control um, in, in life in general, um, but especially on the basketball court. And to watch multiple kids across various teams be on the court and have low effort, bad attitude, and not treat people well is a, a if, if you have aspirations beyond high school to play, that is a, you have to be exceptionally talented. Like, is this kid going to go pro after one year to still have coaches look at you if you're going to be poor at all three of those things? It's almost a non-starter. And I got a chance to, to chat with a few different coaches at the Tart Classic. 
and, and watch some games with them. And this is something that they all talk about is they're all watching it. And why is that important? Because in a team, whether it's basketball or in, in the business world, like I have a team of people who work for me full time, culture is massive. And as a player right now, you may not realize it, but it is, it is a huge difference maker. And if you are a player who's, who's aspiring to play at the next level and you bring the culture, you bring the effort down, you bring the energy down, then the whole team is going to go, and no college coach wants that. You're, not, you're, you're likely not good enough for a coach to, to, to take a risk on you with that. Does that make sense? Like, if you are an energy detractor from the team, if you're always slouched over, if, you know, when, when something bad happens, if you're blaming the other team, Coaches want to see, I, I had um, a Brady Green on, and he said, I want to see film from your worst game because they want to see how, how you're going to, how you're going to respond in those difficult times. Are you going to be casting blame onto others or are you going to have accountability? Are you going to hold yourself accountable and not just say, hey, my bad when you throw a pass at him? Of course, it's your bad, right? But are you going to say, are you going to say my bad, I own it? Are you going to go up, dap the guy up, just say, hey, we'll get him next time. Let's go. Are you going to be the one in the huddle? You know, are you going to be a team leader, both from a talent perspective and from an attitude perspective? Because if you're just trying to be a team leader from a talent perspective, I, I don't know if it's going to translate to the level that you think it's going to. You're not going to play at the highest level that your talent can get you. And on the flip side of that, you're going to see kids playing not only in high school, but you're also going to see kids playing in college you're like, I'm more talented than that kid. I could beat that kid in one-on-one. -on -one. I could do all this stuff. And you're like, why am I not playing? And you could probably look inside and see like, hey, how's my effort? How's my attitude? How am I treating other people? Um, and you want, you want to be able to check that. You want to be able to know what that is. You want to constantly be thinking about it all the time. I actually have a chip that I carry around in my backpack for work because um, this is something that I learned in, later on in life. And so I carry that around. I think about this all the time. What's my effort like in my job? Am I working hard? Do I bring a good attitude to work calls, to business meetings? And, and how am I treating the people around me? Because I can control all of that. Nobody else can have that control over you. And if you give that control over to somebody, you're doing yourself a tremendous disservice. Okay? So remember, remember to eat. Remember to control your effort. Or your energy, remember to control your attitude and remember to control how you treat other people. Well, that's it here. It's Friday. I hope everyone's having a great holiday. Um, you know, we got, uh, I believe we got Hanukkah is wrapping up. If it hasn't already, I haven't kept track. Uh, we got Christmas coming up, um, you know, and I, I, I don't, I don't keep track of all that. We got Kwanzaa, we got Hanukkah, we got Christmas, uh, Festivus, all, all of them. In my house, we celebrate Christmas and Christmas, everybody. And I hope you all have a great Friday and a tremendous weekend. Please consider going to utahbasketball.net and subscribing when podcasts come out um, or sharing it or following me, I guess, wherever you're watching this. Thanks.